Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, comedian Adam Newman here, letting you know about Pussy Boys, a brand new podcast I co-host with my funny friends where real men talk about their love of cats. So tune into Pussy Boys on the Seltzer Kings Network and like, listen, subscribe, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. That's Pussy Boys, all Zs. Trust me, you don't want to go where the S's take you. It's gross. Spam talk on this episode of Danny and Mike presents. Meeting the, the can, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with spiced ham. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this episode started. Welcome to the Adventures of Danny and Mike. To my left, Mr. Michael C. Barona. White t-shirt. What's up? And to his left, Mr. Danny Tamborelli. Black t-shirt. Sup? And my name's Jeremy. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We are blessed, hashtag blessed, to have a very special guest with us today. Uh, He has a new film out on Amazon Video you should check out called The Haunting of Grady Farm. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Shane Hartline's here. What's up, Shane? Straight white male. What's up? (laughs) Um, (laughs) How are you? Dude, guys, it's an honor to do this. Um, I got to be real up front. Um, And I don't, you know, I I blow smoke sometimes, so I'm going to blow some more smoke right now. Um, You know, to be real, this is an honor um, to do a podcast with Jeremy Balin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate that. No, okay. no I'm excited to be here. You're one of two. <laughs> Enjoy you, that. You, for, for the first 30 seconds, you had Morona fucking just in the palm of your hand. Like, I was yeah. on. Like, I he's was like, on he's like, I love this. I love this so much. Just give me more. Give well, let's get back there. Let's get back there. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? <laughs> you know him from things. Yeah, I don't know. I can More start smoke. Over, More I smoke. Guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. It's very long overdue, and uh, thanks for hanging. And um, it looks like you got a little, little factory there. And if you, uh, for the video watcher, you have a Turtles arcade game behind. Oh, yeah, you. yeah. It's amazing. I'm, I'm kind of assembling like my my dream office scenario. Oh, we did. We just uh-huh. got a new apartment in Pasadena. Um, so for the first time I, I have a little room for my office. Um, and I've, I've kind of acquired all these things over the years that have just sat in storage because, you know, 400 square foot apartments Mm. in Los Angeles can, your girlfriend doesn't want little arcade one-ups in the living room. So, um, but it's NBA jam. I know. I told her Danny and she wasn't having it. Uh, I was just going to ask. Now I see the uh, NBA leather on the side. He's yeah, yeah, I got I got NBA Jam and Ninja Turtles, oh, and I gotta I, stop. I gotta stop because I, I believe that's Turtles in Time. It has both. What? It has the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very, very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you were saying you gotta stop, Shane. I gotta stop though because the one, the company, uh, and not to like not a sponsor. Um, uh, they're great. Like they keep putting out like the hits, and it's it's like. 
I want every one of them, um, but yeah. they're a little pricey and they're they're very hard to assemble. Um, <laughs> so this so is a I had to this stop. is a newer one. You didn't go the vintage route. You went the the newer route. With yeah, the, the newer little technology. mini. They're I mean not miniature. They're pretty. I mean they're about like they five, look huge. Yeah, four and a half five feet. Um, yeah. Well, you know you know the camera adds you know six seven inches. <laughs> easy, yeah. Easy. yeah, for sure. The thing um, is, the thing is, they're still using tube TVs, so it's very heavy. <laughs> oh, CR, CRT Hunter. That's what I do. That's what I'd like to do on weekends, bro. Is I go to garage sales and find CRTs. Yeah, Ooh, hell yeah, or trash. No, they're pretty. Of, they're pretty sick. Things. I like them. No, it's I great, hope you have it's a great fix, background so you, for your. I zoo. hope you have a fix so you don't have to put a quarter in all the time. Oh no, I do. What? Wait, what? That's a thing. I guess I have the franchise where I get to go and empty the quarters out every couple <laughs> of months. I'm your, I'm your last client, I think. The last stop on the on the route. What All were right. you going to say, Danny? I was just going to say, uh, you've got a really great, beautiful background for your Zoom, and uh, that's why Mike hides his with the Liverpool Football Club. He doesn't want you to know he's, <laughs> his, he doesn't want you to know he's in his kitchen. Don't tell that's everybody okay. how I live. <laughs> no shame, no shame. But it's good to see you guys. Like, I mean, I haven't seen Michael since um, the one night that we got to hang out, what? Three years ago, two years ago, something like that. Something crazy. Back in L. Back in L. A. You talking? Yeah, about? back in L. A. And or over here. And so, yeah. It's it, first of all, it's good to see you guys. We're still still kicking. We're still here. Everybody. We're still here. Still yeah. kicking. Hey, we, man, things going. are looking up, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, things will turn out right. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 thinking about. Yeah. I mean, think, come, on. Think that, come on. I mean, a little bit. We'll better see where than it goes. They, better than they were. Like a, a, a week or a week ago or so at this time, it was not. <laughs> hey, day by day, day, man, day by yeah. day. That's good. That's good. I think that's a song. You should, you should try to work on that. Day, really? The day, day yeah. by day. Because Danny, I've always day. wanted to be a, a singer. Day. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm summer. just kidding. I just. It's okay. We're having <laughs> fun here. I'm just trying to be nostalgic because we're on a podcast with. Two kids who were on TV when they were in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Shane Hartline makes videos and Shane Hartline. screaming about Nickelodeon what? magazine, please. <laughs> what that's our, that's, our, exactly. that's our that's our Nickelodeon. Is that connection. how you stumbled across me? Is that one of the yeah. ones that you noticed? I think I Did, think so. Danny yeah. searches his own name and that's how he found you. <laughs> Danny, Nickelodeon, Pete and Pete. Who's this guy, Shane? Cool. Oh, he likes me. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey man, what's up? We, we're, no, but what we're, we're talking pro, about is we're Danny and I. The Vine. Yeah. yeah, we met on yeah. Vine. Um, the Vine generation. <laughs> the Vine generation. It generation it came and Vine. went That's super quickly. Yeah, I, I wanted TikTok or whatever to to be the next generation, but it just is not cool to me. I, They're I, their own thing. I'm too old. Why yeah. aren't you guys on the TikTok? You're, on, you're on the TikTok. Do you I have love a, the TikTok. Really. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy tried to, and then they made him upload a copy of his driver's license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rejected. <laughs> he was rejected. Cock ring size. Anybody, yeah, a little anybody bit. Anybody has an AARP card, they're not allowed to be uh, disqualified. That's so unfair. <laughs> Highly <laughs> ageist. Very ageist. Oh, boy. No, I mean, I TikTok right is um, surprisingly. I'm surprisingly enjoyable to me. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like it, and. It's legit. Um, I think they went through obviously uh, a, a while ago, and there's still a lot of it on TikTok. There's like a, 
a lot of weird content, but that could be the same could be said for any platform. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of really good content. And I think it's, it's such an interesting platform in that um, it's one of the very few and maybe only platforms that it's, they do, it's for the creator in a sense that like, I have a friend that does like foodie content and she's like blown up because, um, well, she's talented, but also she's blown up um, because she, <laughs> I'm not joking. She makes lettuce content. Like oh. she does content on about comedy and jokes and all kinds of stuff about heads of lettuce. And she went it's viral. very niche. Everything it's- on TikTok is like, you're going to hit for one thing. And you got to keep giving your audience that one thing that they're, they're coming for. Mm. Um, and so she does. And like, she's got over a million followers Jeez. on TikTok. Once, once the mukbang people picked up on her, she was in. She yeah. Was in. I mean, mm. it's a great gig. We, we all eat. And is there a cat? Is there a, someone that focuses on cabbage? Cause I could be that guy. Dude, you, you could be the cabbage I, guy. Danny, I'd be cabbage guy. I'd be like, I know cabbage all this coleslaw, cabbage that, cabbage this. I'm gonna get this. sponsored by Nose Clips. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, Danny. You know what? You, the acting and the voiceover is one thing, but like cabbage content is <laughs> your untapped gem. I thought uh, I, loved, I thought I loved him yeah. for GTA Five and the Magic School Bus, but it was really all about those leaves. Came <laughs> came for the GTA Five. Stayed. For the stay for the cabbage. <laughs> stay for the stay for the roughage. That, I mean, that's your Twitter. That's your TikTok bio right there. Mm. Like that's all it needs to say. Uh, I, I, like I could see. I could definitely see Danny lip syncing along to different like metal standards of the nineties. <laughs> I could I see that. him bang. I could see him banging his head to various things, or even just classic stuff. That would be very fun. I think the one. My goal of this episode is to convince Danny to get a TikTok. I think <laughs> how, many, how many minutes in are we? I think yeah. I think we got I think we have to add to the goal because we yeah. achieved it already. It's like no, a no, I didn't GoFundMe that I makes twenty views right away. <laughs> I didn't add. I it. tried to put all the man boobs videos up on TikTok just as like a they parameter. Reject, they rejected going. them and they were like, "This nope. seems like mature, <laughs> mature content." People, people love them. We got at least fifteen followers. There's like some, and, you know, we can talk off air if you want some TikTok tips. Ooh. But there's like. Is that your new is that your new catchphrase? Three T's, babe. That's my side business. I, I TikTok hustle. tips. You want I'm some TikTok tips? Lane Moore is your Tinder bio tweaker. She will help you. She will help your online dating profiles. For, and Shane Hartline will give you TikTok tips. I'll give you TikTok tips. No, but I've noticed like because I was doing that at the beginning first when I had a TikTok account, I would just toss up existing clips. But I think people on TikTok can tell like. If you're just like putting up stuff without any effort put into it, right. and they usually don't connect to that thing. But then there's well, some ways you can like hey re-edit man, sometimes it. Sometimes it took like six hours to make a seven second vine. I, you're right, dude. And I think that that was <laughs> – I love them. What I love most about Vine is like the original, um, the beginning of Vine when it was like – you remember it was you could only record by touching the screen. There was Yeah, no, you had to hold no, it down. You had to hold it down and there was no upload – there was no uploading clips – you know, you had to get yep. really creative. And I think that that's what made it a fun platform. So if you wanted to add in music, it was a lot like when we would film little goofy skits back in the day. Uh, Danny loves the word skit. Um, no, when you would go- shoot goofy things back in the day, I would like hold like a little like a CD player, or a boombox mm-hmm. up next to, my, to the phone. Yeah. Next to whatever we're filming on or, you know, um, 
And that's what I liked about it. And I think that that's why everything kind of started changing when you can upload anything to Vine and stuff. So we can't it's all upload, different now. You can't up- upload nothing to Vine these days. No more Jer- Vine. Jeremy, Jeremy threw his back out constantly carrying the reel-to-reel next to his phone while shooting Vines. <laughs> we only did a few for Danny and Mike, but man, were were they re- remarkable? Oh yeah, one was the end of, were, the, the end of Layla, the end of Layla Goodfellas. Yeah, we did one where we all did. That was totally cars us and, holding yeah. two different phones, like one recording That's and the it, other yep. one. Like, all right, I've got the music on. <laughs> Just like a mixtape. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny that uh, uh, TikTok doesn't do like a press and hold feature like that. Like Vine was because I they love might, that. They might have that um, yeah, for old people. Like, yeah, the it's Vine, a feature. The Vine uh, mask. I have a Vine yeah, a little, camera on my second generation iPad. <laughs> <laughs> still got it. Um, it only works six still seconds at a time. The Vine camera. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But um, no, I want to also like you know, um, I do want to go back to you know blowing some smoke and I do. But truthfully, you know, I've told Danny this, but. I did grow up watching you guys with, so this is, it's really cool. It's been really cool to, def, you know, befriend Danny and, um, because of a, a huge reason that I got into being, wanting to be an actor was because I watched you guys and I watched, I mean, Nickelodeon was the only thing that I was into to the extent, um, as far as like television to the extent that I, I mean, I was, I grew up in Florida in a very small town. And before the internet, like I wanted to be an actor when I, you know, when I was a kid, but like back then, you know, before the internet, like you can't just Google, like, how do you become an actor? Um, you had to study, you had to study the the things that inspired you, I guess. Exactly. So, I mean, so I would pick, I picked up like a VHS camera when I was 10 years old, I started shooting skits and all kinds of stuff. Um, but like I also would literally pick up the phone and while you guys may have been shooting at like Universal, I would call Universal Studios and ask them how do I get on Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> this is this is great. I, I've been calling the Trump war room and asking to talk to Donald and Ivanka. How is that going? <laughs> they Nothing. keep hanging up. They keep hanging up on me. But I'm just gonna keep trying. Yeah, exactly. Is so this seamless. It's just cool, man. It's it's really cool to like to be here to be friends with you guys and full circle. Well, it is full. It is full circle, Shane. And you're doing a lot of good shit right now, man. That's really it's it's great to watch all the good stuff that you got going on. Oh man, I appreciate it. Can you talk about? uh, talk about? Sounds like you got a feature. Sounds like you got a feature coming out. Yeah, we just released. um, uh, It's been a long time coming. We uh, we shot this horror movie in January of 2016, um, and we just released it a week ago. Um, it's called The Haunting of Grady Farm. Um, you can you can get it on Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, uh, most of the you know video on demand platforms. Um, and it's exciting, man. Like we worked on it for many years, and. <clears throat> You guys, you guys know, like, first of all, you know how hard it is to finish something on top of that, how hard it is to finish a feature with like no yeah. budget. We, we shot the movie for 15,000, um, years, 15,000, <laughs> it felt like it, um, no 15,000 us dollars. Um, but yeah, we shot it in my hometown, which was cool. 
And I suggest that to any filmmaker um, that wants to make like a, their f- quote unquote first movie or first whatever, go back to your hometown. If it's a small town, like that, that's not happening a lot. You know, people come together, they get excited and you can, it's a lot easier to get, you know, access to crazy locations. They'll be uh, psyched Shane, to help you Shane, out. You're very, yeah. you're very lucky because I grew up in the area where the real housewives of New Jersey are. <laughs> And, and so like, they've they've mm, fucking nope. ruined, they've ruined everything. Everyone expects thousands of dollars and mucho fucking dinero. Yeah, if you're not already anything. if you're not already buco, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was that was one of the really cool benefits of you know going back home to shoot it as it was you know we had like land donated to us like multiple locations people came together and got the, a fire truck you know things that would have just cost us a fortune didn't cost us anything people Um, donated hard drives for editing yeah yeah man uh literally everything um you know a lot i mean it really to be truthful a lot of it was you know we did a little bit of money on on indiegogo but not enough to you know cover everything and then you know people really genuinely started coming together to like i mean no joke donate hard drives and stuff from like an amazon wish list there's like you know ways that you can make your thing um for cheap but that being said um i also made a short film a year ago like that was full budget that had the entire crew so i then realized the um how important every crew member is and mm-hmm. and when you're not when you're when you're doing a film like the haunting of grady farm that we did it you know you you're going to inevitably have to wear 10 hats um and that's that was a character <laughs> choice I made to put on ten yeah. hats uh, flow, yeah. as the lead yeah. actor. Dumb joke. Don't yeah. not worth. You got to protect. You got to protect your brain from the cosmic rays. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, but like you're no, you're gonna inevitably become like if you're you know while you're acting, you might have to be an AD. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it it was such um, such a, a learning experience uh, that I don't know if I would do the same way. Um, especially after making something where you see just how valuable and important every crew member is in the process. Um, but it was, it was so fun though. Even then, you know, it's like, you know, we look back on like grueling, um, schedules. Yeah. Yeah. Schedules. And you, you, you look, I'm sure you guys have looked back on, um, film projects or things you've been a part of that like at the time was a nightmare, but there's always still a part of it. that's like, Oh man, that was still, there was, it was mm-hmm. still so fun. Um, and it was hard, but it was, it was still such a great time. And just the fact that like it's finished and out there is the best feeling. Um, because there were so many years that I didn't know that that was going to happen. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. I, yeah, it's I, awesome. I know I know Danny uh, talked about having this experience shooting a show with uh, Lori Beth Denberg in the mountains of Nevada that seemed mm. kind of ha- and that seemed kind of hairy, just being well, remote, remote and stuff like that. Well, yeah, exactly. when you're when you're, when you're uh, the closest hospital is like three hour drive, so you have to get medevaced if something goes wrong, and you're up like five. Th- I was up over a mile high. I'm not a, that kind of person. Like, what God. was this? Can you t- can you talk? Was, yeah, it's called the it's called the yeah. the Tonopah Five. Okay, and uh, we shot like a full season in two weeks. And uh, wow, it's like it's Lori Beth's thing. 
and she Sound asked me intense. if I wanted to, to yeah. be involved. And yeah, it all took place in like this hotel, the Mitzvah Hotel, which actually is haunted and there's so much fucking Every ghost show has okay, been there. Okay, we were Shane, while we were, sue his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Uh, oh, it's just going to, you know, it's like a legit place. Like we were there and all of these, you know, there was a whole, another crew there. So we were able to fit two, two competing crews. One like Travel Channel money and then one like this guy who, this guy, uh, Bradford, who just, it was like his project. So he Had a vision. Putting the cool, money in man. there and getting the whole the whole thing, but yeah, I mean, but it was a pretty, was, pretty, pretty tough one. It was just tough because is just because you had trouble breathing, not because no, I mean, the, you know, literally, 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 like I'm not, I, I, I live at like ten feet above sea level. I'm not, I can't play like that. So, mm, so yeah, so it was difficult, but I mean, again, like there, there was a full crew, and it was, you know, you can. You can well, it's like what you're saying. You can just tell, like when there's enough people there that nobody has to be stressed doing multiple things, it makes a shoot much easier. Uh huh. Definitely. Definitely. So don't go back I, to the fifteen thousand dollar. I don't to, to want to, Danny. I know. That's still a good amount. Of- it's still a good amount of money. I mean, fifteen oh, grand for sure. Yeah. And it's it's good you went that route because a lot of people nowadays they can get these things. These you know everything's digital, so you can edit something on your phone and make a billion dollars with it, but a lot of people don't what? know. Yeah, Wait, is that a, a is people, that a TikTok tip? That's a billion dollar idea. No, well, a lot of people just, idea. just so flippant. You know, you could just shoot something on your phone, make yeah, a billion dollars. Uh, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like people, fifteen thousand sure, dollars uh, is a lot of money, and still, uh, definitely, definitely. Could, yeah. But it's but it's not much compared to a lot of other things showing on the same platform of a feature length that you're For sure. that you're right next to. Yeah, that's but, you know yeah, and that, that's yeah. the biggest takeaway i think too is like you know 15 grand still a large amount of money um and we made a feature you know but that being said i we also i have also made that's a short with fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah. it's it you know you can make something with anything it's just you're the experience is going to be different you know you're going to have to if you know if it's lower budget you just expect the process to be longer and and a lot more work Plus, if you're my, me and my, you don't know how to budget, you're not going to know how much it costs until the end. So you can't be like, look, this is only, uh, you know, this much. <laughs> is mm. that ha- did that, that happen to you, Mike? No, um, I do have a story about being up a mountain if you want to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was cast in Cabin Fever by Eli Roth off of my demo tape, not even for auditioning for him. And uh, flew down to rural North Carolina and went up a mountain, and trained with a police dog and rehearsed my scene and went to lunch and got fired and went back what? to the hotel, went back to the hotel and, uh, yeah. Went oh home, my God. Went home, went home the next day. And I'm only reminded of it because I still get residuals for a film. I did not appear. In. Wow. Not, yeah. Thanks. Good, good union. Right. I, I, yeah. you know, I, for sure. I have my, I have my kvetches with SAG and AFTRA it- now that they're together. Oh my God, dude, that, that honestly is something that's like, I mean, I know it's a, I mean, it happens all the time. It happened to you fired from an acting gig. That's a fear. Like, I mean, that's a fear of any actor. Like what? I mean, I don't know. I have so many questions. Imagine being, you know, 
thousands of feet up a mountain when it happened, you know, yeah, hard, no. to, hard, to, hard to breathe. Oh, okay, I see, what you, I see what you're doing here. You I'm telling you, it actually, yeah, no, they, they, that's where the but filming location was. Were you it having was trouble breathing because you were at a high altitude? That wasn't the reason I was having trouble breathing. Um, I, bought, I bought some. I bought some North Carolina farmer weed from a PA, and um, I have told this story before on the pod. But it was just about six weeks after nine eleven, and I tucked that baggie um, down in between my butt cheeks to fly back home to New York. And uh, the same, the same guy with the Southern Baptist leadership conference tote bag sat next to me on the two plane flights, the little regional plane back to Atlanta and then the Atlanta to LaGuardia flight sat right next to me in the waiting room and then on the plane on both planes. And uh, every time I farted, it smelled like good weed. Uh, <laughs> good North Carolina farmer weed. Why and don't you instantly go to the me. bathroom he did and not take say that shit, shit out? Where was I going to put it? He Another didn't. bag. You always bring two bags. One I, for the always up the bring and one two to put bags. it in. Just you you to understand. Jeremy. You understand. Yeah. This was right after nine. It was six weeks after nine eleven. Yeah. So we, there was like restrictions on all that type of oh, stuff. There's only bags. one place. There's only one place I could put it, and uh, yeah. I put and I left it there. I did not pre dislodge nine, it. Pre nine eleven, I was just putting weed in my socks and like rolling joints in my socks. And then just, you, like, we'd roll joints with his toes while they were no, while that's still disgusting. In I would never do that. <laughs> It sounds like a shell. Um, sounds like a shell Silverstein Shane, character. Shane, have you ever been fired from a job? I don't think I have. Think think about that. And before you answer, I just wanted to say I wanted to finish a thought that I was interrupted on. I'm sorry. That Who is, interrupted you? It was probably me. That is back to the filmmaking thing because I spent my entire life filmmaking, making films, making things, wanting to be a director, wanting to be whatever. I think a lot of people miss that when they make these things on, on iPhones or like whatever. They don't, they can't just pop in and be a director. They can't pop in and be a, an AD. They can't pop in and do props. They can't wear just one hat. You're, you're talking learning. about, you have to, you have to wear all the hats at once. You're you saying? have to wear them all. And if, and if somebody just makes it on an iPhone and then gets a, a film deal, which happens, a I don't billion know how dollars, why, a billion dollar film deal, a billion, billion dollar film deal. Okay, let's say half a million. But regardless, the craft of filmmaking is important, and it's important that you did it the right way. That's what, that's my point. So moving on, next right question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, in, in related news, Jeremy is getting his 60th anniversary button from the filmmakers. From Star Guild. Wars. Next, next. Yeah. Hey, wow. Star hey, Wars. Proud of Shane, you. Shane, I'm doing, Star Wars. I'm doing a low budget, and I'd like you to be the uh, principal actor. This is Would you be interested? Cool. Is, is this a joke? I feel like your face screams this he, is a he's joke. He's going to answer your question that he just asked right quickly, I think, is what he's doing. You can't, you can't just, stop I from want you, so, I'm, I'm really. I know I've I can't. I've missed just whatever yes bit no, setup right this now. is. No, I've there's no it. bit setup. I'm asking you if you'd like to be involved in okay, my next yes, project. I would love to. That's great. So you agreed. Yes. Well, you're and, fired. Okay, great. I've been. Well, there it's you have it. I got the bit I was now. just trying to help. <laughs> but now you, can, actor and you can check that. You can check that off your bucket list. Is what he's trying to say. I got I fire. Think. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, well, two things just flooded me. Is like the, I, there was a always as an actor who you know I need parts. I need to build my career right now. So there was this little flush of like, oh wait, is Danny actually making a movie? Is Danny no. like? <laughs> so hey, I got a little fair. excited. That's and then not I saw fair. his face, Shane. 
The only reason we haven't put out Los Angeles is because your takes are so <laughs> terrible. Well, that's not wow. true. That's, that's not, not true. Because that was the best true. performance I've ever that was, had. That's not true. That was a that, I, look. I, Jeremy will finish editing that one day in, in life. It'll put it out. No, he won't. It's it's basically done. It's just we don't. It's the just, worst story. The worst written. The <laughs> when worst. I, when it's I just know, not just, good. It's it's not. That's not true. It looks great. That's not Edward true. Shot it. it looks that's amazing. Not true. Mm-hmm. When I Rob, meet the Michael Hugel, Rob Michael Hugel watched it and loved it and enjoyed it. And wow. he's tough to please. Yes. How about wow. this? We'll put it out with this episode. There we go. I dare you. I fucking dare you. <laughs> for the Patreon, the Patreon Do people. Do it. I dare you. I fucking do double dog. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Double dog. No, but to like truthfully answer your question, I've never been fired until, well, obviously this today, podcast. Right? Until today. But I did have a situation happen. Um... Because uh, I, I went public about this a year ago, um, and Danny knows this about me. I believe Jeremy knows this too, but I, I have a neurological condition that affects my my speech. So every now and then you'll hear a little breathiness. I just um, I just read up on it honestly yeah. earlier earlier today, so I'm also aware and I support. Oh, right you. on. Okay, so it's called spasmodic dysphonia. Um, I don't like to you know, boast that I'm suffering. I'm not suffering. There are people that suffer with this condition. There are people that I'm talking to at like support groups and all kinds of things um, that it's, it's heartbreaking and completely ruins their lives. They, they lose their jobs. They, they, you know, everything. So I'm kind of starting, you know, with whatever platform I have to raise a little bit of awareness of it because nobody knows about it. So a year ago, I made a, a short film called cookie. That was the short film I was talking about um, to, to ultimately raise, awareness for the condition. But going back, there was, um, I did have an incident where I didn't get fired from a job. Um, but I, you felt like they, you were experiencing some discrimination or, um, no, no, they, they cut my lines in half. So I had a full scene on the, on a show. I don't want to say the show cause the director was a great guy, but like I wasn't in, um, I wasn't in a, a place of confidence to, to say, this is what I have. Um, let's work together on this. You casted right. me. You you yeah. brought me here. I'm I'm you know I'm a goddamn co-star, so it's like not that big a deal. Um, so I wasn't in that place of confidence to say anything. So my go-to back then was to be like, oh, I'm kind of sick. Um, mm. you know, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of sick. You know, I would crumble. I would internally crumble, and then it would make my condition that much worse because. People with spasmodic dysphonia, when they're put in situations of stress and anxiety, it's increased. Um, So that was like a nightmare situation and something that honestly for years is like kind of haunted me. And as far as acting, because I'm like, I don't want to end up on a set and then like lose my opportunity because I can't say something. Uh, however, this this certain director wants me to say it, which can happen. They, you know, sometimes want you, you want you to say things a certain way. Specifically, right. Yeah. So I mean that 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 is a little bit of a fear that I still have. Definitely don't really give a shit as much as I used to. Um but yeah, so that was an experience where I didn't lose a job, but it definitely, you know, cut back the opportunity a little bit. Um, and you felt and you felt affected by it at the time. Yeah, yeah, I really did. It 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 messed with me for for a while, you know, because it became like something uh that would just creep in with every 
every audition almost like, oh man, if I book this, I hope I don't lose it. You know, right, like, right. It's hanging out in the back. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, another reason I went public is to also just start letting go of the bullshit, you know, that mm. comes with like covering up something about yourself that yep. affects you so much. Um, and it's been really freeing. It's a, it's a process. I'm not like to the end of the line yet um, mentally as far as like confidence goes with it, but I'm, I've come quite a long way. But it's funny, you know, like I saw that the same director probably a year after I was like doing background work on another TV show that he was on and he remembered me and I went up to him. I was like, hey man, how are you doing? And he's like, He's like, he remembered it, which even I think made it worse. Oh, he's like, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, you were sick that day. It was crazy. That, like, and I'm he like, associated oh, you with the condition. Exactly. And like, that's like one of my fears too, is like, I don't want people to like, oh, Shane's this guy, you know, whatever. Like, cause I, I kind of also wanted to make cookie, not only to raise awareness, but like, there are people that I've met that wanted to be actors, wanted to be performers. And I want them to, you know, it is going to be harder for those types of people to do this, to go and be an actor, be a performer. But I don't, I don't, I don't want anyone to not go for it. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. even if like, this is their voice, like, just know that it's what makes you unique. Like you everybody, have to- exactly. Everybody has challenges and every single part of you is what you bring to your job, whatever it is you do, your life, whatever it is you do in your life. That doesn't even have to be something that you do for money. We're always obsessed with this sort of your work is what makes you your life. And I define myself that way for a long time. Yeah. Part part of me still is, you know, I'm a rigging electrician during the week and stuff like that, but I'm very happy to be a dad as well. And I don't get paid for that. In fact, I pay for the privilege. I love that. <laughs> some I of the, that. Some of the things you were saying after, like, it's funny because Mike and I both, um, not funny, but it, it, we had an episode way back in the day where I think we both sort of crashed separately without even knowing uh, as far as like depression goes mm. and uh, see, seeking help, which is Jer- always- a, Jeremy a, stayed on his meds. I went off. That's, uh, a, di- that's a difference But that's there. okay. <laughs> But the point is you ask for help. And I think that is the biggest step to anything because a lot of people, especially where I grew up, probably where you grew up, Shane, like people don't necessarily like say, hey, I have this thing. I'm just going to go talk to a therapist because it's completely like it's like asking it's not someone to learn Chinese. To, it's yeah. not something for men to do. It's not something for, all, you know, yeah. there's, all, there's all different stereotypes about it. But, but it's funny. And I know I'm sure you've gotten tons of praise, but it's it's crazy to think that how, how many people have contacted us either individually or on the podcast saying like, thank you for talking about it. Thank you for, you know, bearing your soul a little bit, you know, and, and uh, so it's hard to, to get it out there, but it's important. It's very important. Oh yeah. Very important to cleanse your, your soul like that a little bit. And, uh, and it's and- not, it's not weak to ask for help. It's not a, you know, I think that's another part of it. We live in this world of, we're seeing it now, obviously, it come to fruition and a lot of the politics stuff. In but, a rough way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like, drop the fucking man, manhood bullshit and just go get help. Just ask. Just ask for help. Talk to somebody. Uh, for yeah. sure. I mean, I grew yeah. up in Central Florida, so I grew up yeah. in the South and, you know, where it was like, oh, you, you be a man, toughen up, don't cry, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. bullshit. It's bullshit. And yeah. it took me... You know, I don't want to say it took me leaving Florida because I started, you know, I feel like I started 
you know, changing my mindset about certain things. It's not Florida. It's just like, you know, those, you know, tough certain types of people that live everywhere. They live everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like for, for, like I said, for years, it was a part of me that like I held and never wanted to talk about. And I feel like a lot of people have something similar, something that maybe they need to like, let go, get off their chest. And like, you know, I always said, like, it was funny. I was like, man, when I get to whatever platform that I'm seeking and acting in entertainment, I want to be a voice for these people. I want to help these people. And then it like kind of hit me like a year ago, you know, when I came up with the idea to make cookie, I was like, why, why am I waiting for whatever, you know, like what, you know, it's like, I just need to do it now, mm-hmm. you know, and, get it and out. also and get that this story out and also open up about this because it's consumed me. It consumed yeah. me. Yeah, I don't um, think we I knew when I first met you. I think it it I think we had worked on comedy stuff a little bit here and there, but I obviously could tell that, you know. Uh, there was something, but I, yeah. I didn't, I, you know. And most so, people didn't I, even I, know. I think, about I, think I, I think I was, we were on the phone. And I think that I said something. I was made a, you know, a stupid joke. I was like, what are you doing, digging to shit or something? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny was real I, mean I, about it. I was it. a real fucking, yeah. I mean, I, Shock, <laughs> shocking. I'm shocking. I remember that shit too, because yeah. it, I, I, I felt shitty for No, dude. And the thing is, it's like. It it is still such an unknown condition. Like only fifty thousand people in the United States suffer from it, you know. So um, I get people almost on a daily basis coming forward telling me two things. I didn't know what this condition was. I didn't know you had this condition. Um, and and it's not like like I said, I'm not suffering. It doesn't affect me in any other type of way. Um, but it's also so new, it, you know, it was just like really kind of, I believe, discovered in the 70s and there's no cure. There's no, there's only temporary mm. treatments, which is Botox injections directly into the vocal cords, which oh, is a God. nightmare. What? I, yeah, I could, is I could real? dive into, I, I tried it three times. Beverly Hills, baby. <laughs> my my neck looks gorgeous though, right? Yeah, I was gonna say the young, youngest neck. Yeah, youngest dry. neck, baby. Maybe I did that, but I just got fourth chin. Hey, well, you yeah. did it in the wrong chin. place, man. Um, oh, clearly, no, but I did it, and it was it was it was excruciating. And for oh. the people that can, they're they can do it as frequent as they need to. The people that suffer, um, man, more power to them because it was no fun after the third attempt. Um, I was like, uh, with all due respect, doctor, I am never yeah, effing coming back new, here ever. Needles, oh. fuck this. Yeah. Does, they, how 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 long would that treat you for? Four months. Uh, so you have to do it every four months? Pretty much. Ugh. With the changing of the seasons. Pretty in much. LA, in LA, because there's only three seasons in LA. <laughs> That's right. Um, in, oh, man. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, so that's you been... Never, you never know what people are going through under the surface. Everybody, everybody's at a different stage in their lives in as much as you can try to assess from the outside. And even what people say about themselves, you can never tell what's going on. Exactly. hundred percent. And and that's what I've, that's what I've found. You know, I got this condition when I was like five or six. Um, The thing is, you know, over the years I've, I've learned there are really genuinely two types of people when it comes to like most people you never even under never even um notice it 
I mean, there's also the types of people that when they do notice it, they're, they're, they question it from a place of, um, you know, curiosity and not a place of judgment. And then you have mm-hmm. people like Danny that like, oh. that, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but no, I'm totally joking. Um, but no, there are, then there are other types of people that judge it in a very negative way. And then like that happened to me even it does not happen often because I also think, you know, I'm a bigger dude. I, it doesn't happen often that people are going to be like, hey, asshole, what's wrong with your voice? Mm. Um, but I know it happened as frequent as like, I think February. I was doing a comedy show right before the pandemic and this douchebag like was like, Jesus Christ, you sound like you're dying. And like, it was just like this. How I'm talking to you guys, like mm. very, very little, yeah. but he like he lasered in on something that was different about me. And I know that people like that are only doing it to deflect some insecurity that they deal with. Right. You know, so I've kind of become, I've become very understanding of those types of people. But also if you're listening and you're that type of person, just, Hey, don't be that way. Right. Don't go to to shows just to fucking yell at people too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope, mean, uh, you educated him after the show or something. No, because I, yeah. it genuinely made me crumble, and I, I kind of yeah. had one of my, I had, I regressed a little bit to like yeah. a fuck, a goddamn t- teenage kid that was like, it just wrecked me, like, and it never mm. usually affects me like that anymore. But sometimes I think that like we, you know, something can trigger us. We can regress to a time that like you know, um, where it was a lot harder and, you know, those are, that was one of those times to be completely transparent. So it happened that recent, even though I am now in a place of a lot, being in a lot more confidence with it, it's still, you can still be, you know, something can trigger you. Sure. Like, yep. you know, I'm I mean? triggered on daily you, by, by but, these guys. Uh, yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Today. Oh I yeah. We're always, about, we're always the, busting the on links. Jeremy for all kinds of stuff. Shane, do you Didn't feel send like you the links? Do you do you Didn't. feel like I'm gonna ignore you? Uh, okay. Do you do you feel Me? like I'm the guest, you, Danny? Well, no, no, I don't. I would. Shane, I'm, he literally quote unquote. Shane, I'm gonna you. ignore you. Shane, I'm gonna ignore you. That's what he just said. <laughs> Putting you on mute. I was talking to Jeremy. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Really. Continue. Actually, okay. I'm just upset that you're so upset with me. That's such a good time. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Do you do you feel that since doing the short and being open about what's going on with you that you feel like it is happening less do you think there is some sort of like what you're saying a correlation with confidence yeah, so, and not so the the condition's proven to it's a psychological condition um that's triggered by trauma um there's no definite reason why it happens there's no definite like i said there's no cure there's also every case is different um so for me, I've discovered the more I do, the more I speak, the more creative things I do, the more I'm open about it, um, the less it tends to happen. Um, it's also weird. Like I can be in a place like I'm in, I'm really comfortable talking to you guys. So it, it's barely happening, but then I could be put in a situation where like, I'm just feeling weird energy from somebody and it's like, boom, it starts kicking in. Mm. Um <laughs> So it's, it's, it's hard to say, but I I think so. Like, I think opening up and really not caring as much about what people think has helped. Um, but that's tough. You know, it's, it's also, especially as, um, it's tough for getting there. Yeah, for sure. It took me 32 years. It took me 32 years to get there. Um, but you know, it's, it's tough. Like, and like I said, my heart breaks for people that suffer, like, cause I'm not suffering with this condition. Um, but there are people that suffer. 
<sighs> yeah. All right. Let's get yeah. back to some silly, silly goose <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, impor- it's important. I mean, we like it's what Jeremy was saying. It's, it's important to just be open and not just do dick yeah. jokes all the time. Just, yeah, and yeah. and like I said, people listening, like you know, it's not everybody deals with something, and I think that like yeah. a lot of times when we are just open about whatever we need to we know we want and need to be open about it. It is really therapeutic and it, a little part of your, I, I feel like it's like just peeling off onion peels, you know, yep. like until you get to your true, true self deep yeah. talks. That, what the hell? It's part of the, uh, hopefully the next four years, which, uh, will be a little more <sighs> empathetic than where we've been, where at least we can have some, uh, you know, we can start edging towards that world again, which I felt like we were heading that direction. It feels like we we might be, you know, and, I, and I'm sure you guys don't want to get into too deep political talks, but do you guys feel that it's going to, uh, do you have any fears like of like, oh yeah, Biden won, but you know, there's a, is, do you think there's any chance that Trump could weasel his way back in? Yeah, sure. I think it's not, yeah. I think it's I not just him. It's it, just, it's. All it's all enablers, everyone. Yeah. But it's from also, the top down. When you have the sec- when you have the secret when you have the Secretary of State saying that you're that he's convinced that there'll be a second Trump term is a little it's, uh, it's a little terrifying. Oh my god. No. To be to be quite frank. It's but yeah, at the I end of the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's gonna he'll be gone on January twentieth. But the problem is will he have already Made made um, so many mm-hmm. moves to screw everyone over for the next four years because he's a little bitch and he's mad that he lost. Well, that's it, what they're worried about security wise is is how well, much shit is he going to gonna yeah. give uh, away? But in two months, there was uh, a rumor when um, when Clinton uh, was out in two thousand one that all the staffers removed all the W's from the keyboards in the White House. That rumors spread around for a while. That's um, a great one. Yeah, after. After uh, George W. Bush uh, came into office, and I'm wondering if Trump will top that by like just having the staffers steal all the keyboards in the White House, <laughs> just, just so nobody can use their computers whatsoever. Yeah. Also, just cool. a fun, just a fun fact that every president has a charity that they, you know, form after being president or during their presidency. Trump won't be allowed to have one. Period. Because oh, the Trump, good. Because the Trump organization was so corrupt and stole money and did things that he's physically not allowed to have a five hundred one c three. Well, that's the other thing. If you if you had the, um, the <laughs> that's just the, a fun little tidbit. If you had the future, Says a lot, though, yeah. He's, ban- yeah, he's banned from running a charity, is what you're saying. Yeah, but that's if you if you knew. I mean, there's a chance he's going to jail. I mean, it's going to be hard to put a, a president and a former president at that point in jail. But like, if you had. If you were looking at that stuff in a only row, a failure of the imagination coming out, yeah, coming out of the presidency, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure that's probably what half the reason why he's doing all this shit and and why he's prepped his followers for the last six months on his this. his presidential library is going to have like a twenty five dollar admission <laughs> fee at least. Was, it's going to be fundraising. I was going to think and like it's just uh, going to be TVs, room, different channels manuals. with all just, the stuff that he's done. Just me, just memes. Just dummy manuals. Did you guys see Michael Moore's new Fahrenheit 11.9 documentary? No. no. It's good he, to watch now. I think if you watched it before the election, it would with, be a whole different experience. <laughs> ter- terrifying. Yeah. You're saying with some perspective? 
Yeah, and also with some with some hope now that like this is kind of behind, hopefully becoming behind us. Yeah. Um, but it's worth watching because it 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 touches on how this guy became president, mm. and it all be you know who's all to blame. And this is going to sound like a joke, but this is in the documentary. Gwen Stefani, sort of. So the only reason Trump became president <laughs> was it holla- was it because I hollered back, or was it because <laughs> because you were a holla back girl? He yeah. under- he knew how to spell banana from Gwen Stefani. I mean, we all know how to spell bananas because of Gwen Stefani, so it's something to thank her for. You were saying it's in the documentary, so it's in the documentary. It's the first thing they touch on is it's not her fault, but so he Trump threw a fit. Shocking. He threw a fit uh, because Gwen Stefani was making more money at NBC on The Voice than he was on The Apprentice. So he threw a fit and he staged a fake political rally to film and send to NBC to be like, look how popular I am. Look how loved I am. Look how much I deserve more money. So he staged a fake rally. He liked the experience of that rally so much he started doing more. And then it snowballed this fake running for president snowballed into him getting an audience. And it was so built on racism and like in the early on. And and it, and it literally turned into fr- from a joke to him Ooh. really doing it based on that. Now the country is a joke. Hopefully we're waking up from it. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, like, yeah. you know, the next four years is going to be really healing and fixing and mending all of the, you know, I mean, I think a lot of the world hopefully just feels bad for us because now they see after the celebrations like that we had when Biden was elected. I think that the world sees the United States that most of the United States didn't support this guy. Yeah. You know, he clearly there was there was some shenanigans. Oh, don't nuke Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, don't, I mean, Brooklyn's cool, but don't, don't we, we, you cannot, he has the second most votes of any presidential candidate. Ever. Yeah, yeah, let's not discount that. So that's, that's scary that's too. a terrifying statistic. Yeah. That yeah, and, and even more so. not necessarily just voting Republican down ballot, but there were people who were just. Jeremy, Jeremy, you were supposed to deliver Ohio for Biden. What happened? Yeah, what Cincinnati, happened? Dude? Cincinnati got, got there, but. The rest so, of the and so state. did Dayton. So did Dayton. It was all those Covington Catholic kids crossing over the river to illegally vote in, <laughs> in Cincinnati. <sighs> Another thing that the documentary touches on, I, I highly suggest people to, <clears throat> to watch. You said it, it's Fahrenheit eleven nine, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love Michael Moore, and it's he's sort of grown long in the tooth for me. Or, or, or it's, it's a good one too. Phrase, I can understand where yeah. you're coming from though. It's, it's, people, it's, people want to think he's like our Steve Bannon because he's just like, doesn't shave. And yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I mean, but yeah, you know. it touches on so many things and, and the shocking and creepy similarities mm. of his uprising that how similar, similar it is to Hitler. Um, mm. It's, 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 it's a lot and it'll blow your mind and also sicken you. But it's definitely worth watching now. <clears throat> I'm glad I watched it after the election and not before. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Well, Moore was threatening, you know, only just a few weeks back that uh, that Trump was on his way to getting reelected again. And yeah, he called it the first time, right, Mike? Yes, yeah. and a lot of yeah. pe- and a lot of people were upset about that. Just him simply That's saying a good that. One. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, yeah. he got 70 million votes. So yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, speaking of seventy million, uh, I do that's want to how many subject. listens we get every. If you want, yeah. Yeah. 
if that's the number of voicemails we get at 347-470-8150. Very good. Please, Very good. Uh, please let us know if you have a problem with anything right. we said about Danny firing Shane uh, from his first yeah. job. Uh, I did want to ask. I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to hire you for something. Don't worry. Oh, worry. really? Yeah. No. Right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. What? What? You want to have an interview? It's an audio podcast for video only. <laughs> Are you've already lost me? You're yeah, silent. What are you saying? It's a silent. It's podcast. a silent podcast. It's okay. a concept, cool. elaborate concept. It's like a film noir style. It's already you, been. It's already been done. Actually, you, my friend, my friend in California, Joey Cliff, does a silent podcast where two people, legit, when they could sit in person, they would sit in person for thirty minutes in complete silence, and he would record it and then put out that audio. Cool. I feel like Johnny Pemberton or somebody did that too. They did a blank, an entire blank podcast. But so what I'm saying, Danny, Danny, yeah. your idea has been taken. Yeah, but I said, <laughs> but he said you said it's a podcast. I'm saying this is a podcast for video. That's a podcast noir. for video. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, it's You're a vid, something oh, it's here. A vid How, cast. It's a vidcast. But it's a silent. Oh, so, 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 vidcast. so it's a video. But it's a video. But it's a video of people podcasting. Yeah. Okay. But it's silent. Mm-hmm. The guy named John Cale. In the film, I want you to be my Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go mm. and kick a heavy bag for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> and do stand. And do stand. Uh, up. You smoke weed with Elon Musk in a bunker make, in make Texas. His share, make his shares go down just enough so people, you know, buy cheap and then sell high. I'll do it. Okay. Great. Okay. Are you gonna fire me wow. right now again? No, no, no. You're locked into this now. This is this is your. We're in this together now. Sounds promising. That was so yeah, you said to me. Like, off just to do it. You just got to do it. You got an idea. So I'm just, just, just going to do it. No judgment. So, I did want to. Actually, I've been. Re- you've been recording this whole time. That it's just you. Like, oh, this. did we start yet? I'm taking. I'm taking <laughs> just your video, and I'm going to take all the audio out of it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it on. I'm going to make it black and white, and, and it's going to be a It hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't been recording. I'll, I'll anyway. send you, what, what? What? So it's kind of done. Start yet? No, but we will. Welcome to and- the adventures of Danny and Mike. And I want to do a. That's honest and slate. clapper. <laughs> the, that is genuinely a podcast I want to do, where it's just like it may be like thirty seconds, or you know, some episodes could be longer. Of just, did we start yet? Because every yeah. podcast has that moment. Yeah, every I always podcast. wanted to do, to do the hip hop album. It. We pushed it about ten minutes in. Yeah, I always wanted that's to do a the hip hop track. It's a solid. It's did we start all- yet? Joke length. Where it's all intros, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, come on, turn me up, you know, but never ever sings and never raps. Where's my uh, snare? Yeah, turn my snare up. Where's my snare? Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle did it. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've seen that. Chappelle show? Yeah. Samson did it. Scratch it. Scratch it. Uh, Shane, I did want to ask before we go, um, are you perchance uh, ordering a PlayStation 5 tonight? (laughs) I am not. But hopefully, Santa Claus is listening. Uh, oh, you got it! <laughs> I, I didn't get oh, the it. Controller. This yeah, is the funny thing I that saying? I wanted to bring up is the fact that I got the accessories, but I couldn't pre-order the console. <laughs> yeah. So all of the all of my accessories that I ordered, my extra controller, my remote—they're here. Hell but yeah! I don't have a console to use. Everybody's them talking on. about the controller. How does it feel? <laughs> are it's they backwards? Nice. Are they backwards compatible? Can you use them on your PS three sixty? Believe so. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's nice. It's more like it actually feels more like the Xbox One, but it's um, it's a little heavier than the original. Uh, this is the PlayStation Corner, I guess. Uh-huh. But 
Uh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. I dig it so far. I haven't had all the, you know, I haven't. Ha- I don't have a PS5, so I can't. Do you get the haptic? Do you get haptic feedback? Does it like vibrate oh, yeah. when you're when you're uh, when your character audio. gets punched in the face? Mm, yeah. You can what get is people the walking it has, a it has video. It has video game smell vision. Yeah. Guys, I came so, here to ask video game questions, yeah. so I, I have a genuine yeah. one. Uh, right. What is hap- the haptic thing that everybody's talking about? The haptic, the haptic is just the thing on your iPhone where you push it down and it buzzes you. It's like or, respond, or like it you responds get a buzz. to touch. It responds to ah, touch. So okay. you okay, remember okay. the you remember the rumble pack? This is taking it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You remember the, yeah put the it in Nickelodeon pack in the N64. Yep. So that's that was a early that's example a, of haptic. And I haptic. think I think PS2 or PS3 had what a like something called a Thundershock controller or thunder, something like that. Yeah. Thunderstick. The Thunderstick. Thunderstick controller. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, these you're, are just ways to sort of yeah would enhance the experience. Danny was saying about sad, smell there couple, vision. There are a couple sad instances where kids got them stuck up their ass. The <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I, well, well, do you have an Apple Watch on? Because that's what that buzz is. That's haptic. Got it. If you yes. Get an alert. I probably sound like the biggest idiot in the world. It's okay. Uh, I didn't know shit about it We just did an episode where we didn't know nouns and verbs. So So don't worry about it. Don't worry. We just recently exposed Jeremy's parts of speech deficiency. So don't feel how revolutionary the rumble pack was, how freaking exciting that was. It really made, um, what you call it? Not banjo kazooie, uh, just, Easier well, Goldeneye was amazing. That you, the the gun shaking when you would shoot somebody was was made you me want to go shoot somebody. Made me yeah. want to shoot people. It <laughs> reinforced that dopamine hit for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're today and Call shaping of Duty our has, future. Yeah, and now we're here today. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty just to to gear up, and it's like going through. You know, like I I was on Fortnite a lot because my nephew plays, but now I've switched to Call of Duty, and it's like if if you were a murderer trying to figure out your loadout, that's the game for you because it's amazing. Like the exact models of guns and they're showing you how to load. It's just like, it's fucking insane. I almost went back to Fortnite, but it looks so good. I have to play it. <laughs> so you can so kill wait, people wait, with like a, in, a rake. Colorful in, guns. Is in Fortnite yes, just yeah. Call of Duty? Yeah, with yes, guns. with a kid's version. <laughs> yeah. With glitter instead of the um, well, bullets. You remember that GoldenEye rail gun, right? It's got to be something like that in the... Uh, the one you could see through walls with and uh, mm. kind of ki- you would kill like a rainbow x-ray of somebody as opposed mm. to the actual person. Remember guys, paintball guys, mode, guys? And, Remember paintball uh, mode? Remember big heads and slappers. Oh. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Guys, can you can you talk to me in Wolfenstein 3D? Because that's the only mm. shoot em up oh. game I really play. <laughs> Killing Nazis is something yeah. I think we can all agree on. I'd Let's like all to agree go, on that. I'd like to yeah. go out on a, on a note of unity, and I think Killing Nazis is one that we can all agree on. <laughs> Nazis. That's right. And if the country needs help uh, getting somebody out of that White House on January, whatever. Uh, all of all these Fortnite for. kids. <laughs> I've been practicting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we'll need the Super Smash uh, fandom for that too, because they you know they they found they found ways to get knocked off the platform and still jump back up again. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Yep. Just Shit, like we're, we're coming Jumba. for you. <laughs> get out before we take you out. Actually, Thank now you, I, Shane. That's uh, oh, the FBI is at the door. I gotta go. <laughs> that's all it took. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane. How about uh, plugs? What do you? What do you? I, I've already. You know, we've talked about the his hair looks Grady great. Forums. His hair looks great, Shane. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Are you talking about your his plugs? That's They're it, sticking actually. out what between we see. his It doesn't look head. good. It could look better. Um. Yeah. So the haunting of Grady Farm. It's on Amazon, iTunes, 
Um, but you know, Vo- we're really voodoo, trying to, I believe you said voodoo, voodoo, earlier. voodoo. Uh, you can actually even purchase it or rent it on YouTube. So many, many on-demand platforms, the haunting of Grady farm. I actually, um, also, um, uh, got a mention, uh, launched an apparel company that I'm pretty excited about. It's called mm. donut punk, um, punk. Donutpunk.com. I took everything that I love in life more than anything. You, you featured the hat nicely in the background. Yeah, right I like to see your hat there. there in the background. Yep, that's it. Protecting um, protecting the brand. We're big on that here at Danny and Mike. Podcast. I know, and I, I hope I don't become a brand that you hate. Oh, you know, oh I know no, that's a, no, we won't. Okay, we won't. okay cool, 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 cool. No, no actually, um, you, gre- you grease me with a, a sweet t-shirt. A shirt. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you also you also sent me a face mask. Which yep. is very fucking sweet of you to do. Hey man, I mean, there's you're welcome. two other people in this Zoom window. I don't know. If, oh, uh, sorry. Oh, what's oh, that? sorry. You're sorry. coming through. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, sorry, what's going on? Uh, uh, I can't hear you. I, 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 yeah, um, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> but donut. Yeah, donutpunk.com. I kind of took like the, the my two favorite things in this world: uh, donuts and nostalgia, and I'm making clothes nice. about them. Um, so maybe we could do like a pete and pete line or something eventually um, we're always down we, we, yeah we so, like to protect the brand whenever yeah. there's a letter x between us and two brands we're down for pete x pete yeah. um so yeah donutpunk.com you can get all the stuff we got hoodies beanies t-shirts and all that kind of stuff and then just you know find me on social media shane hartline and we can be friends don't forget tote bags for the gainesville people <sighs> don't and don't forget tiktok tips TikTok tips. Three T's of Shane Hartline. TikTok tips at hotmail.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Shane. Thank you very much. Thank you. Before we go, we are a part of the Last Podcast Network. Check them out. Lastpodcastnetwork.com for all their great shows. Danny was just on an episode of The Story Must Be Told. Yes, a very sad tale of a little boy who Turns into something and then spoilers. And yeah, yeah, you know what's yeah, that? They can tell about that. He's sick. He's sick. Something bad happens to him. It ends okay. up in ends up in Florida. So maybe Shane has seen him around. Ooh, it's American you Wang, go. you know. And check out our Patreon. Speaking of Wangs, uh, patreon.com slash Danny and Mike with the N spelled <laughs> out. Also, uh, you can find Danny at D Tamborelli on the inst. Oh, you know what? What oh. else? DannyMike.com. We have a sale right now on our shop. Shop.DannyMike.com. With the, the fall winter out. gear is ten percent off. Check that out. Danny is at D Tamborelli on the twits. At Danny Tamborelli on the insta. Mike is at Michael C Morona on the Twitter. I hope he doesn't get any more accounts because it's just less to say. <laughs> I'm at Remy Balin, Jeremy Balin on other things, Instagram like, and uh, I have another podcast called Going Dork. Check that out. What else, fellas? I don't know. Ooh, I feel like I, I, feel like I we rounded the bowl right there. You're, fi- you're fired, Jeremy. You're fired. I'm out of here. I'm done. Taking my podcast studio D- and leaving. Dugs, you're done. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm out of here. Thanks, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Good to see you, yeah, bud. Yeah, thank you. Bye. 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 The Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Maruna. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Bailey. This podcast is part of the Last Podcast Network, which can be found at lastpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure to check that out for a ton of great shows. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. Also look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the N spelled out. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash the adventures of Danny and Mike. 
Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.